0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another SDGC review discussion. I'm Derek. I'm here with Justin. Hello, how's it going, bud? It's going. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 it's going. It's going. Do be going. <laughs> um, I'm. I'm so glad we're getting to do this because you haven't been able to be on the show for a while for like personal reasons. Yeah, so. I,
1: I, I've, I've really had a lot going on. Um, I've played some cool games. Um, in between, a lot of them are older. Uh, I've been playing a lot of like older indie stuff that I, I've missed. But today we're talking about a fairly new one. Um, yeah, a new up. one that
0: I think is going to go under a lot of people's radars and shouldn't.
1: Yeah, so this is one that, when it was announced, immediately I'm like, okay, I'm I'm t- I'm taking a look at this one. It was announced last year. A Warhammer 40k bolt gun, which um, Warhammer 40k is the s- gothic sci fi fantasy offshoot of the warhammer franchise for those I, who are not aware i feel
0: like we're now at a point where warhammer 40k is a lot more like broadly known even if only yeah. on a shallow I, level i feel like when used people to say be.
1: warhammer they tend to mean 40k right because <laughs> warhammer fantasy, fantasy is is, yeah. is
0: is so much less known but i mean like i think back in the days of like dawn of war and nobody knew what warhammer 40k was and yeah. and now we're at a point where I mean, to be frank, if you open up Steam and they have a Warhammer <laughs> 40K sale, there are 10,000 games. It's Warhammer 40,000 because there are 40,000 different <laughs> PC games you can I, buy and play. I think,
1: I think somebody said that this year alone, there's like seven or eight like it's, 40K it's games. It's
0: nonsense. I don't know if any of them are good. I don't know what any of them are. I... Like well, we, guess what? The,
1: I, I can tell you right now,
0: this is the one is good, a good one. <laughs> this is the one. <laughs> like, uh, so, like, we went from there being only Dawn of War and Space Marine, and me going like, man, I wish there'd be like more games of this like cool setting and style. And then they were like the Monkey's Paw curled. Well, but, the thing,
1: the thing that I do think is kind of cool about that is a lot of these are being made by sm- smaller teams that have like a specific niche. Yes. And because the franchise is so wide and has so many different factions and side stories and stuff, you can make a lot of different types of games work. This is a boomer shooter, uh old school
0: style FPS. Love uh, me a goddamn boomer shooter. Let's yeah. fucking go. For somebody kind of who a, grew up on the yeah. original Quake, like
1: So we're kind of we're kind of in like a moment where these a lot of indie teams are flocking to these, you know, if they want to really deliver like a single player FPS these days, um, we're not getting many of that m- much of that from like the triple a, uh, side of things anymore, or even the double a, but a lot of indie developers have really embraced this because it's something within the scope that they can pull off. Um, as, as and it has its own charms and design stuff, but like, when this game was announced, I'm like, "What a perfect tie-in!" Because I think there's just so much overlap between like people that grew up with like 90s FPSs and like Warhammer fans. Yeah, that, and also just tonally, it works. Like it's it's over the top, gory, stupid, violent, ridiculous stuff. Like ridiculous stuff. Um, and it's just it's such a great match. And so like when this game was announced, I'm like. I really hope this turns out well. And so this is a small team. I think it's like 12, 15 people. Um, and I think it might even be their first game. Um, but yeah, this game's great. Uh, so it has, you know, combination, you know, 3d and sprite based graphics. Um, it, it, it looks it's like really that clever. Was there's, there's yeah.
0: literally like a menu, like graphical setting where you can turn pixelation up and down and you can and you can make the game unplayable if you crank <laughs> it all the way. <laughs> but I love that they're like and like the effect works. It's not a, a a super cheap filter. It's pretty well implemented.
1: Yeah, no, like and and so I'm I'm going to talk about the visual design first, I think, while yes. we're kind of on it because at a glance, it absolutely looks like a game built on like the Doom engine. Um but Once when you get into it, you realize it's doing a lot of things that there's no way that that engine could deal. However, they're really smart about it where it's not like overbearing, like because everything feels like it fits in, even though technically (laughs) it wouldn't work. Um, There's a lot of detail and a lot of love given to these environments. And the enemy designs and weapon designs are really authentic to Warhammer, but also really authentic to. To like this whole era of shooters. And I think that's really awesome. Like they managed to be like, hey, we're going to make this and we have this license, which is great. Um, but even if you're not a big Warhammer fan, if you just like this style of FPS, this game is absolutely going to be one that you really enjoy. If you like Warhammer, but maybe you know are kind of into it, you'll probably enjoy this. If you are a fan of Warhammer and a fan of old school um, FPSs, why are you even listening yeah, to this yeah, review like, podcast? Just, You've already beaten just this, game. this game. <laughs> yeah, pick, pick this game up because it, it's. Um, I don't know. I was real. I was really really impressed by the attention to detail visually. Um, also, like the enemy variety, which is an area where sometimes these games can really be lacking. Um, Space Marine, which is kind of like one of the higher profile for Hammer, uh, Warhammer games from a while back, uh, kind of famously had very little enemy variety. Yeah, um, yeah. And this one really pulls a lot. Um, you know, you got cultists, you got Chaos Marines, you've got you've got various demons and monsters, and like they threw a lot of them at you that at are once. that are like
0: mechanically different.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and they even like carried over a few things from like the pe- the the pen and paper board game. Like each gun actually has a toughness, has th- its toughness ranking, and enemies have, or it has its strength rating, and enemies have their toughness rating, and like that determines like their strength and defense against certain things. Um, and like also, it does actually play a little bit different from a lot of other, you know boomer shooters where a lot of them are focused on like really hyper fast movement, go fast all the time. Kind of thing. This is slower because you are, you're an ultramarine. You are heavy. Like the sound of your footsteps is super loud in this
0: game. It's great. Big, meaty, heavy footsteps.
1: And like, you can jump on enemies and then they explode and stuff like, yeah, (laughs) um, you've got,
0: you've got like the, the dash in chainsaw attack. Yes, which is a yeah. great effect of like when you when you target an enemy with it that is within range and they get that little red highlight for a second and then things slow down as your character dashes in to start chainsawing. And then you like mash feeling.
1: to rev it on their face. Yeah, if it's like, like an
0: enemy with more health, you can keep revving it to keep doing more damage. Great shit. Great. Shit. And later
1: on, enemies can count. There are certain enemies that can counter it. Yeah, um, the sound like, design
0: of all like that's God. Every gunshot every footstep every like taunt from rahu kohli oh my god
1: so the taunt thing i was actually going to spend a whole thing talking about because we <laughs> got taunts. The there's taunt a taunt button but- there's a
0: talk shit button and that's the greatest development in, in shooter gaming the number of unique
1: dialogue lines that this taunt button has is incomprehensible I was mashing that thing regularly throughout the entire game. And the game took me like 15 hours to finish. Like this game is decently meaty. Um, I hardly ever heard a repeat. Like, and Raul Coley is famously a big Warhammer fan, Uh, big fan of uh, video games in general. So it's, it's awesome to see that they got him for this. Uh, I love that dude. I love seeing him turn up and stuff. And I'm excited that he got to have, like, a leading role in Warhammer. But, like, those are some of the only voice lines in the entire game. There's, like, four cut scenes throughout the rest of the game, which has, like, one character that gives you instructions. That's it. Almost all of the dialogue is this taunt button. <laughs> just, and they,
0: Just Rahul Kohli talking the just maddest just shit you ever heard. into a microphone.
1: <laughs> like, it's so good. Um, like, I... Like, the the taunt button, like, they put so much effort just into the taunt button of this game. Like, and this is kind of the thing that I love when, like, smaller teams get to work with a license, especially one that you can tell that they're passionate for. They put so much effort and care into even the smallest things. Um, Yes. And that's the perfect example of it. And, like, every weapon seems very heavily based on like what the pen and paper stats of this weapon is. Um, they, yeah, it's just, it's, it's really fun. They throw so much at you and like, keep in mind, you're not moving like super fast. Like you are in some of these other games, you are just tanking it because, and you'll have like 250 health and 250 contempt, which is, uh, you know how they measure your, your armor, which is really funny. Uh, if you're familiar with, like, the Space Marine lore. Um, <laughs> and, I just know that everything. they're
0: incredibly extra. So the idea that contempt yeah. is armor, beautiful, perfect. You and know one, of the ta-
1: one of the taunts is literally just him screaming, contempt is my shield. <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> oh, man. Um, and, some of and these- like, if you, if you stand still, like, the idle animation as he pulls out the book that, like, the... um that's like where all the Space Marine dogma comes from. And I never starts noticed reading that it. because
0: I never <laughs> st- stood still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But like also, man, like, so you have like your, your levels because it's broken up in levels in a very like Doom or Quake like way. Yes. Right? There are
1: three chapters which are comprised of a bunch of levels within them. Yeah. And so. Chapter one is a bunch of levels. Chapter two is a bunch of levels and chapter three is a bunch of levels. Each one, each chapter is several hours long.
0: Whew, there's a lot more game than I realized. Cause I'm, I'm only very early in. Uh, so I've, I've not come anywhere close to, uh, finishing even a single chapter. I think I, I've done like three or four levels. I've done enough to like take part in a conversation with you about the game. You have beat it. I presume.
1: Yes. I, I finished, yeah. I finished it the other night.
0: Yeah. But Man, now I'll tell you what felt like the big game changer. And I want you to tell me if, if this is actually like a defining part of the game. But the last level I played, I got to the first like moment where like it, it told you like purge the enemies. Right. And, it, and mm-hmm. you get locked into a big arena with just a massive number of enemies Which is, like, not how the game had worked up to that point, right? Mm -hmm. This was corridors and one or two dudes at a time and carefully managing, you know, health and ammo versus being put in the fucking pit, right, with a horde of enemies. (laughs) And suddenly it's serious Sam, you know. Um, Dude,
1: you ain't seen shit. I'm sure <laughs> I ain't seen shit,
0: but <laughs> I was, I was hovering at like no armor and 10 health for a very long time. Just <laughs> dodge. I was sure I wasn't going to make it out, but constantly picking up two health here, two health there. Yeah. Dodging yeah. hits. Oh my God.
1: And like, and like, it, it's pretty great because the way they've balanced some of these big encounters is awesome. Cause like there's tons of enemies that on their own don't do much damage. Like, you can, some of them you can kill in a single shot from your most basic weapons, however, there are so many of them at once that like you're just take you you can't avoid damage, so you're just constantly taking chip damage <laughs> and stuff like that so you've gotta remember where the items are in the arena and stuff and it's great yeah. but i they had a, i think they had, do a great balance of combat while just traversing the world and then like the purge segments like that like you know a lot of games a lot of games of this type kind of overly rely on the locking you in an arena. Um, this felt like something thing.
0: that was going to happen every so often, like it ha- when it's I needed mean, for I pacing, mean,
1: it, it happens multiple times per level as you go on. Okay. they it like, they the ramp levels, up to it though. Yeah. They ramp up to it. And it's not like the only type of encounter you're going to have. So there, there's a really good variety and like they do a really good job with placing the items. <laughs> um, and, and stuff so that you're never, like, totally screwed. And, like, sometimes you, when you find some of these items, they they could feel just, like, a massive, massive sigh of relief as you turn everything around immediately. Yeah. Um. And, yeah, I just, I was just really impressed with it. Everything just feels so meaty. Uh, There was actually one part of the game where I got stuck because I couldn't see how to progress because I had thrown a grenade onto an elevator filled with enemies that I needed to use to proceed. But like, if there's a light on, you know that that's something you can interact with. I couldn't see it because there were so many brains and spinal cords <laughs> that oh. were running down the uh, thing. It covered up the light.
0: <laughs> God, I love that. Well, I'm like, that's, that's kind of the whole vibe of this game, right? Like, it obviously is a refuge in violence. You know, oh, it's, God, it's yeah. Warhammer 40K dialed up to cartoonish levels. Um, but everything about it is like this is this is one of the cleanest and best feeling boomer shooters i've played in a very long time uh and it does so by f- both by embracing the stuff about like the original quake right or the early mm-hmm. doom games that made them so so zippy and so fun to play and so like feeling heavily skill based while actually giving you a little bit of leeway to make mistakes and learn the game but it's combining that with like modern design sensibilities modern graphical tricks and sound design and like features that you could not have back in the day uh to really create just this this really I think excellent blend of modern and retro
1: yeah yeah like cuz i mean like this this it, it's not like those old like this game has reloading <laughs> like it's it's not you know where you just have a set ammo pool, like um, the way movement and controls work definitely feels very modern, but like, it, yeah, it's a really smart, like combination of the two. And it feels like it takes a lot from um, kind of like the GZ do modding scene where people are still making, you know, new games and stuff. Yeah. But they're obviously not confined by the same, you know, restraints as they would have been in the mid 90s. It feels like it takes a lot from kind of that school of thought, which I think is really cool. Oh, I just really uh, like the game. Did, <laughs> I did too. I, I, I had a blast with it. There's only a few cutscenes, but they have some awesome sprite art <laughs> in them like, really, really good sprite based art. Um, yeah, I, I, I really, really dug it. Um, there's not really much else to say. The only, I will say, my one big criticism the game does not have a map. Um, and that, especially in so- some of these levels, you know, they do look kind of samey. They loop back in on themselves. And sometimes when you're trying to remember, Hey, where's this door that I got this key for, or, Oh, Hey, I want to backtrack and get this item that I didn't need when I first saw it. Or I think that's a like thing
0: that. I guess I took for granted when I was w- from what I've played so far. Right. Because again, somebody who grew up on those types of games and you didn't have a map and you just learned the level design and the layout. Um, and and I'm very attuned to that v- school of level design that I never felt lost. But you're right. I can imagine somebody coming at this who's not used to playing games like the original Quake, going, "Okay, well, what's up, man? I, this is a maze, and I'm lost."
1: I mean, thankfully, the the actual level design isn't like maze like. Yeah, a it's lot of not. It's, games are. It's it. It's definitely more. Modern in that it's like hey you move into an air like this big area and then there will be parts coming off of it and you'll kind of loop back around and then yeah. go up higher but ultimately like,
0: it's a relatively linear progression through a level it's just that the yeah. level design is very twisty and turvy and has a couple spots where it will double back on itself.
1: Yeah, it, it's, it's not as huge of an issue as if it had, like, level design like Doom or Quake or something. Yeah. Um, where, like, even new, newer versions of those do have a map now, but, like, for just, like, finishing it. But if you were like me and like to explore and, like, find the secrets and stuff, it can get a little bit disorienting. Um, it's not a huge complaint um, because, like I said, the level design isn't... isn't in the way where it could be a real problem. But, um... That's just the one thing to keep in mind. Also, uh, to anybody that's on console, this game has quick save and quick load and wants you to use it. Um, so that's, if you're out of practice with that sort of thing, like I used to play games on PC a long time ago. Um, I haven't for a while. And then I realized, oh, there's quick save and quick load. And sometimes that made things way, way more enjoyable where it's like, hey, if you're in the middle of one of those big fights and you just picked up you know, a thing that fills your health and armor, can quick save and then just keep on going from that point instead of having to start the whole encounter over again saved me a lot of a lot of frustration so um yeah those are just a couple things to keep in mind um on the criticisms but overall like this game 100 delivered on what i would want and envision from the phrase warhammer 40k boomer shooter
0: it's it's it is near like we spent Many minutes and many words describing almost exactly the thing that you think this game
1: is. Yeah, no, what what you picture when you hear that phrase, if that means anything to you, that's what this game is. It's
0: nigh perfect in in it is it is pure in its essence and form for what it is attempting to be. Yeah, so
1: like this team knew what they were doing. And they focused on delivering that exact thing. Um, and like fucking some of my friends it. that are like really big into Warhammer, there's a ton of little things that went over my head. Like I'm, I'm familiar enough. with Yeah, Warhammer. I, I, I know the basics of, of
0: Warhammer, but like, you know, ask me what the Horace heresy is. I don't fucking know, man. I'm not a lore dude. I just know that. Yeah. The, I know that the big fascist robots dudes sure are cool.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, the uh, there's there's so many like little things that they, they really cared about. But like also you can still pl- enjoy the game without without knowing that stuff, which I think is also a really great balance. to strike. Yeah. If you just like
0: boomer what- shooters, if you like retro shooters, this is a really, really good one. You know, I liked this more than Dusk. Right. And Dusk is often held up as like, you know, a pinnacle, a revival of this kind of genre, Right.
1: I, I think I think this game kind of takes
0: I think it kind of more
1: not so much does its own thing, but it lets a few other influences in in a way that I think makes it feel better and kind of stand out from some of the other boomer shooters. Yeah, not to say that those games are bad by any means. A lot of them are very good, but like this. It's less. Hey, we're just going to try to make. Doom. Doom. But new <laughs> um, this is like, hey, we're going to take a lot of influences and try to make. And it, it, it's a Warhammer game like and it really does feel like a War, Warhammer game and look like a Warhammer Hammer game. um, Just with this style of play, which I think is which I think is neat. Um, And yeah, I just keep saying I think that's neat. But like, yeah, it, it I, I was really neat. impressed. <laughs> I was really impressed by what this team accomplished. Like, it seems like. And it's also when smaller teams with licenses take on stuff, they can get in over their head. Um, we've seen that recently with uh, that Gollum game. Uh, and, you know, it was really good to see one that smartly targeted what they th- thought they could do. And they put a whole lot of love and care into it. And it really turned out something that I think is is really solid. Um, and I think it's really going to appeal to the two key demographics that. They were targeting, and I hope people check it out. I hope this, people give this, this game a chance. Obviously, there's a lot of really big releases this month. Um, but I, I hope people keep this one in mind. Oh, and I forgot to mention, it's available on everything. So it's on PC, it's on PS4, PS5, Xbox One consoles, Xbox Series consoles, and Switch. Um, I played it on PS5. I assume you played it on PC, Derek? Yes. Okay, Yes. Yeah, we, so, we know me, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Um. I have heard there might be some issues with the Switch version. I have not played that one for myself. So maybe do some research there if that's where you were considering picking it up. Because even though this game does look like an older game, it runs on Unreal Engine 4, which I know is a rather heavy engine for the Switch in general. Yeah, um, yeah. Just to run on baseline. Um, So I'd look into that if you were going to pick it up on Switch. I do not have firsthand impressions, unfortunately, but... um game ram great for me on ps5 um you know i don't think that's a surprise to anybody given how it looks but yeah um yeah no i i I really had a lot of fun with this game um and yeah it's it's fairly long too i was surprised like took me about 15 hours It's a uh, lot of
0: package for what you pay for it
1: yeah and like i think it was like they had a, they had a launch week discount too, which was which is always nice. I always like to give props to studios that do that. So it was like twenty two bucks, uh, for me to pick up, and you know it was a fifteen hour good shooter. Um, and so I was I was very pleased with what I got. Um, I hope this is really successful for the team, and I'm I'm excited to see where they go from here and how they grow.
0: Yeah, this is exciting. Um, ah, oh, good good at good ass game, good ass game. Please find time for this one. Um. You know, I know that the audience for retro-style shooters is nowhere near as big as you know a lot of the big popular AAA games. But this was a really good time. Uh, I'm excited to see more of it. You obviously enjoyed every minute you had with it, like beginning to end. I I, I love this game. Please play it.
1: Yeah this this game is I I can't. This is going to be one of my top games of the year. I I can't see that actually changing, just for my tastes. Um, I I don't think it's going to be at the top top, but it's going to be one I remember. It's going to be one I replay. Um, I want people to check it out. Also, if you did play Space Marine, this is taking place in and around the same planet as the original Space Marine. And Space Marine 2 is coming up, so... It's kind. It's kind of neat too. They have so they have a couple references to the other Warhammer games as video games as well on top of things, which is cool. And it's also funny because the way that they reveal that is through one of the taunts. (laughs) So, like I said, that taunt completely missed that oh i didn't find it till several hours into the game (laughs) um and then later on they make some more explicit references to it but yeah the way it got revealed to me was through one of the characters taunts which is great
0: more games just need a shit talk button that's my my main opinion
1: it's it's such a blast and like that was clear those were all their writing and voice acting budget went to (laughs) and it's great
0: oh Weird, weird enough, they didn't actually write any of those lines. They just paid Raul Coley, and he showed up, and he just screamed those things. It was just what was <laughs> in his heart that day.
1: <laughs> that was actually just his
0: interview. Yeah. Like it wasn't, it it wasn't, wasn't even a like a dedicated to- recording session. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, any final thoughts? I, f- I feel like we've pretty much covered it.
1: Yeah, I mean, this one is, the game itself is, you know, simple and really well executed it it's just one of those things it's like it delivers what it
0: says on the tin
1: <laughs> like you, nothing more nothing less so and, I, and what it
0: says on the tin rips ass
1: yeah yeah it, it's just it's just a good time oh um, yeah so yeah if you like old school shooters if you like warhammer check this one out Warhammer 40k if,
0: bolt gun on everything on the samsung yeah. smart fridge Maybe. It may be. Maybe not the Samsung <laughs> Smart Fridge. Don't take my word for that. Folks, thank you very much for joining us for this wonderful review discussion. Remember, you can find us live most Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash official SDGC. Ending catchphrase. <laughs>